Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Craig Spinner joins us from Osterville, Massachusetts, where he is General Manager for Savant Power within Savant Systems Incorporated. Savant, as most of our audience knows, is a leader in both smart home and smart power solutions, as well as a provider of energy-efficient smart LED fixtures and bulbs through its GE lighting brand. Savant Power Systems provide homeowners with visibility into their energy production and consumption, help them weather power outages, and offset peak utility rates when on the grid or optimize energy usage when off the grid. Last month, the company acquired Palm Cube Incorporated, which has been at the forefront of developing and deploying energy storage solutions for the past 10 years. I've known today's guest probably for as long as Savant Systems has been in business, but this is the first time having him on the podcast. With hot summer weather upon us and hot news from his company in my email inbox, I thought it was a great time to have Craig on to discuss residential managed power and Savant's growing slate of solutions. Craig Spinner, great to see you again. Welcome to the podcast. What, what an introduction, uh, Jeremy. Uh, thank you and great to be here. Uh, maybe next time we could do it in person, but uh, I, I've been paying attention to your podcast and it's a pleasure to be on. Well, great to have you. And uh, as I was preparing, I you know had obviously memories of crossing paths over the years and you know, having different events and visiting there in Cape Cod and all that. But uh, one of the things I did not realize about you when I looked up some information on LinkedIn was that you were an English major in college. And, you know, me being a journalism major, I was close to that. I honestly, if I really wanted to go where I wanted to go, it would have been English for my major as well. So had I known this about you, I think we could have had a different conversation years ago about what, what, what you were going to go into. What were you going to be when you grew up when you were an English major? What was your plan? Yeah, no, cats have the bag, I guess. Uh, you know, we, we work with and you certainly uh, speak to and, and write about, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and, and engineers and innovators. Uh, but there is a good... Uh, great use of folks like us, English majors, folks who can bring some uh, sensibility um, and some, I'd say, you can read, you can write, you can communicate. So all these things are incredibly important as we look to um, you know, drive technology forward. So to answer your question, I was going to pursue a um, a law degree. My father was an attorney in Connecticut and at UConn, which I am an alum of UConn. Um, so that was the the foundation of potentially a law degree. Um, life and things happen, and next thing you know, I'm uh, you know graduating and working in the tech industry. Um, my first job out of college was working for our founder, uh, Bob Madonna, in uh, this crazy startup called Savant. So uh, I was thrown to the fire um, and, and quickly um, you know, learned and adapted around this, this CD industry, which has been evolving um, you know, every step of the way. And it's been a great opportunity to watch CD evolve um, and innovate. And uh, hopefully companies like Savant have brought um, you know new business opportunities and stability as as the world of tech is is evolving. So 
I guess that's my story on being an English major and where I was headed. But as we know in life, um, there are curveballs and um, and different routes we we certainly take. So, well, you know, my my daughter. My daughter's going to be a senior in high school this year. My oldest daughter, and you know, figuring out a major is not—it's not been an easy one for her. And that kind of helps you pick a school when you know what your major is. I was fortunate; I kind of knew where I was headed with journalism. But like I said, English would have been fun. I also thought about film studies and things that weren't too practical. But the uh, idea that you can go into anything when you have an English major kind of gives me some ideas for her. Um, cause you went into marketing uh, for a bit there with Savant, correct? Like that, that kind of fits, fits a bit more on, on where that English major might be helpful, getting the word out on a company and explaining things in a way that is good language <laughs> as opposed to engineer speak and that sort of thing. For sure. And that, that actually reminds me, um, I still keep in touch with, um, Yukon and, um, I actually had the opportunity to speak to some of their entrepreneurs or they have this entrepreneurial um, kind of segment of the university. And one of the topics was, well, speak to me about your major and how that could fit into the entrepreneurial program. And you kind of said it best where it's, you know, being an English major, it's a good foundation stepping stone for a lot of different careers, journalism, marketing, business. Um, so, with anything you do in life, having the foundation of, of, you know, being an English major certainly will help. Um, even in high tech, Jeremy. So, um, here we are now. Well, when you, when you first stepped into your role there, um, for a tech company, what were some of those early lessons and what were the hard things to kind of grasp, not coming from the engineering side, but coming from the, you know, more liberal arts side of things. Um, what was there a learning curve early on for you as you got to know the company as it was getting started? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I think you know, p- personalities are, are certainly something that that we all face and have to adapt to in in um, the business or businesses that we we have the opportunity to work for. So I, I think um, learning to work with um, you know, what I deem, engineers are very black and white, right? They have very specific things and tasks they have to do. And we in more the liberal side or liberal arts side of the equation, we have a lot of gray. There's a lot of uh, opportunity to uh, think differently and to have, um, I guess, put a little spin on on um, and how we approach communication and, and our job. So being able to work with you know, certain A-type personalities that are very, um, you know, uniquely positioned to drive uh, product and, and focus on, you know, um, you know, getting deliverables done. And then us on the other side, trying to sell it and to spin it and, and to ultimately package it up um, to the customer. So I'd say learning curves uh, for me was certainly being able to work with a different subset of, of uh, talent. Um and then, you know, coming into to CDIA uh, or the CI industry, mm-hmm. I, I'd say, you know, there was a learning curve there. Um, it, it was and it still is, you know, a close group of, of, you know, industry professionals, whether it's on the manufacturer side or the installer side. Um, so being the new guy on the streets or new gal uh, on the street of the road, you know, having to crack into a, a pretty close-knit community was was definitely a learning curve. 
uh, and it was super fun. Um, and once you're embraced, whether you're a new installer or a part of the manufacturers group, um, it, it becomes like family. So, um, I think that that certainly, you know, the personalities and, and learning a new industry was was uh, part of the the curve here of learning for me. In, in those early years, obviously, and we're we're going to get to Savant Power because that's really what the focus of sure. our conversation is today. But those early years of the company, you were working on control, home control. Um, there were existing players in the channel um, doing that. Um, the unique aspects that I can recall from that time period that the connection to Apple um, was a big one um, for Savant. So maybe you could just, for folks who maybe are new to the industry or just haven't really been that well-versed in the, the history of certain companies and Savant in particular here, maybe you could just kind of give a quick little summary of those origin, that origin story with, from Bob Madonna your founder, um, who you've been there with since the beginning, um, how he came into the industry, how he was trying to solve something for himself personally and saw it as a business opportunity as an entrepreneur. Sure. That that's actually will be, uh, another great segue into power because, okay. uh, very similarly how he started Savant in control is, is a very, uh, uh, almost the same story as, as how we got into power. So, um, I'd say way back in, in the, um, you know, early two thousands as, as Bob exited telecom after a very successful career, um, and building a, a company from, from, uh, the bottom up with a credit card and a dream, uh, <laughs> you know, bootstrap it, uh, strapped Excel switching, uh, and grew to be, you know, a very, uh, successful, innovative company, um, that really took um, the de deregulation of telecom, took an opportunity to drive innovation when the big telecom companies broke up and essentially invented the soft switch, which was utilizing um, you know, hard switches and software and the cloud to create applications and drive applications. And back then, things like voicemail, fax machines, ATM technology, things that we take for granted today. Don't know if you still fax um, or, or have a beeper, but um, I think I we've evolved not. since then. Um, so moving on. So uh, when he exited, he, um, you know, he, he got a place in New York City and he wanted to outfit his, his apartment with the latest tech from TVs to speakers, you know, con control system, lighting, and he, as a as a technologist, he quickly realized there's a software programmer that is writing code to put one button on an antiquated touch panel to turn on my television. So both from how systems were configured to the user experience of of smart home back then, um, he he quickly realized there's a better mousetrap. So um, he approached the market from a consumer, from a technologist. Um, and from a, a, a business, uh, a businessman. So he kind of brought back th the band after, um, you know, Excel switching was sold. Uh, some of his business leaders and, and key engineers were off doing other things. He said, Hey, let's, let's get back together and revolutionize, um, at least bring a new approach to the smart home or home automation as we referred to it back then. I don't think smart home was even a, a word that we used. So, uh, uh, moving forward, he, what he built was a, a simple way to configure complex systems 
without low-level code, and we coined that blueprint. And we used, to your point earlier, the Apple platform as our baseline, both from a configuration environment, which we still use today, um, the blueprint still run on a Mac, and on the core processor to drive a very rapid, um, reliable um, smart home system. And back then we used um, you know, Mac minis, which we still use today. And now there are some very powerful Mac minis that have grown. So the foundational pieces and parts of Savant are, are still there. Obviously the advent of the iPhone and the, you know, the iPad uh, and, and the you know, cloud technologies, we, we've, we've moved on from a user experience from now our voice, now we're, you know, um, um, you know uh, AI is becoming a big part of this, but the core foundation of building a great user experience and having complex systems configured simply is at the foundation of what Savant still does today. Um, so what's interesting, and, I'll, and I think it's a good transition into power. So as, as you may or may not remember, um, Bob stepped down as CEO of Savant for a, a bit of time, uh, you know, still the, the, the founder and the, the owner. And um, he, he wanted to put solar, this is 2014-ish, he wanted to put solar and was investigating battery backup um, back then. And he quickly realized, if I can't automate the power, especially at a load level, I can't really maximize these two renewables to work together seamlessly. So he started a company called RacePoint Energy, which was a sister company of Savant for, for, for many years. Um, and he, he hired very talented um, you know, engineers and, and, and folks who were well-versed in energy um, and built up what we have today. Uh, and we have a lot more which we can talk about, uh, but our power modules, a, a smart companion breaker module that can snap into any standard electrical panel that can essentially make those loads or any load in a home or light commercial property smart. And what does that do? Well, not only does it give the end user or, or property owner revenue grade energy monitoring and management, you can see how much you're consuming, but it allows you to dynamically control shed turn on loads at any time. So when we are talking about renewables, so solar panels and, and now, you know, storage systems or battery backup are, are really growing. Back then in 14, it, you know, uh, batteries were expensive and big and, and the market wasn't quite right, but solar was certainly uh, taking off. Now you can, by controlling the loads, you can maximize and extend the life of a battery. So I like to think of it like if you have a generator in your home, um, you, the, the electrician says, okay, the generator is outputting this much power. You get a fixed critical load panel and you basically are subjected to whatever loads you choose based upon the output of that generator. In our world, in our philosophy was, was any load could be smart or any load could be accessed at any time. You know, our software is smart enough not to exceed the output of both, you know, a generator or a battery inverter but it allows you to access any load at any time during a, a loss of power. Um, or, you know, if, if you want to maximize energy use and lower your, your cost of, of energy consumption, you may want to shed certain loads at certain times a day, you know, peak hours, you know, especially between five, you know, and 7 PM energy is costly. 
So, you know, our system now through load management can start to shed certain un, unwanted or unused loads to maximize uh, the efficiency and cost of energy in your home. So coming full circle, again, Bob looked at energy back then as, hey, I'm a consumer and there's got to be a better way or better um, opportunity for me to realize the benefits of a solar system or battery. And as a technologist, he saw the gap in electrical panels, which still today predominantly are antiquated. You know, I'm sure you've gone down your basement before. Maybe you have a savant load management platform, so you don't have this problem. But, you know, if you lose power or, you know, uh, something's tripped, you're you're down in the basement with a flashlight, you open up. Whoever the last electrician wrote something in pencil, so you kind of figure out what load that is. So ironically, one of the most foundational pieces in your home is the most antiquated. And Savant's mission in, in 2014 and still is today is to transition and, um, uh, you know, the electrical panel and make it smart um, because it's because power is going to be and is such an important part of, of the smart home. So the similarities between how we started, you know, uh, Savant back then are very similar to how we started RacePoint Energy, which, you know, uh, moving forward was a sister company for a while. And we ended up uh, purchasing it officially under Savant Systems, Inc., and now we renamed it Savant Power. Well, we will continue our conversation with Craig Spinner after the break. Today's episode of Residential Tech Talks is brought to you by NICE, the global manufacturer of smart home security and building automation solutions. NICE is bringing together 30 years of innovation with award-winning products from Elan, Speakercraft, and Panamax to create a holistic ecosystem for builders, integrators, and consumers. Learn more about how you can create one home with one solution at go.niceforyou.com backslash RTT. Welcome back. We're talking with Craig Spinner, GM of Savant Power. And Craig, you were um, having, making me flashback to um, a visit. I was invited out to your headquarters um, on Cape Cod and saw the early prototypes, I think, of, of those modules. And you've already done <laughs> such a better job of helping me understand it, even though I kind of do, do my homework now and understand what it is. And I've learned a lot more about uh, smart energy. But uh, back then, it was such a new concept. And, and poor Bob was trying to explain it to me. And of course, he was knee deep into it, like it, from the beginning. And it was so hard for me to grasp things that were in an electrical panel when well, I was so used to talking about home control and, you know, uh, you know, TVs and speakers and all the entertainment type, type technology that we've always grown up with with CI. So uh, this is a whole new category. I'm sure that early on it was it was a bit of a challenge even, you know, for those professional integrators to wrap their heads around and what their opportunity um, was. So uh, I'm sure there's been a lot of progress since the early first steps, but uh, how how have the Savant dealers embraced the idea of working with that panel or working with an electrician to get that panel to become smart? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And, um, you know, what we like to say, uh, even back then, but more so now, you know, there's there's two worlds colliding, right? There's kind of this low voltage and high voltage world. Whereas I would like to, not everybody, of course, in, in the CI space is, is just focused on low voltage, but that's their bread and butter. It's, you know, AV, yeah. it's 
it's control, right? It's networking. Um, and then you've got the high voltage world. And if you're, if you're talking about that in the renewable space, that's, you know, solar and battery and, and generator. Very rarely, um, even to this day, do these two worlds collide. They're starting to overlap and we feel like we're in the center of it. Okay. Uh, when you have a platform that can transcend with the same software and hardware uh, and user experience, which, which is certainly the cornerstone that can transcend both um, you know, arenas and bring them together. So the high voltage folks can now participate, you know, obviously in the Savant Power, which can be a standalone system, but now can participate in Smart Home because Savant allows you to add that to a power only system, vice versa. And more important to, I think the audience here is pulling in Savant Power and power solutions to what we do every day, which is smart homes and, you know, smart entertainment. So it, it bridges the gap and brings another opportunity to sell something that is not a separate subsystem. It lives within the Savant environment. So, you know, back then it was certainly a new concept uh, and, and trying to get the, the dealer's head around what's coming. I think yeah. that's, you know, uh, what Bob has always been, which is a few steps ahead mm-hmm. uh, of when things start to, um, you know, explode in terms of, of market awareness. So we, we, as we were refining the technology, um, you know, throughout the years uh, and thus trying to uh, open the, the installer or dealer's eyes as to, you know, why you should automate power at the, mm-hmm. at the um, foundational breaker level. Next thing you know, renewables are, are exploding. So it's been a nice, um, you know, trend, whereas we had some early adopters for sure. But now, Jeremy, you can't. Um, dealers cannot pretend that they can not pay attention to what's happening. Um, and especially, you know, whether it's, you know, climate change, whether it's the, the rise of, of energy costs, whether it's uh, prolonged outage of power, um, the rise of renewables. Um, so we're in a, a place in time where as business owners in the CI space, we have to embrace, you know, um, this industry and, and monetize on it as well. Yeah. You have a these dealers have such a captive audience of customers, whether it's in California or Texas and, or Florida, uh, New England, that are are installing solar panels, are interested in battery backup. Why not introduce that on top of what you're already putting in the house? And and not to speak solely on Savant's behalf, but when you have that same platform, the same configuration environment, the same user experience, the extension of that app from audio to video to lighting now to power makes it a lot easier. And you have the trust uh, of Savant behind you and the support of, you know, our support of the dealer base, which we've been providing, I think, you know, at the highest quality for the last uh, almost 20 years. Um, so I think we're at this, this, this point in time where the, um, the adoption of, of smart energy in our CDA channel, CI channel, is going to be explosive. Um, and I, I, I would ask um, all dealers to, to not just savant, but embrace it. Take advantage of it now. Be a part of this growth, um, especially with the passing of the Inflation Reduction Act um, in August of, of last year. Now there's even more incentive for the customer to take advantage of renewables 
whether it's tax credits or or rebates based upon um, actually um, there's a high efficiency homes rebate which which gives um, monies back to the consumer if they update their electrical panels. So we won't get into all the details there, but the point is, I think now is the time for this industry to take advantage of what's already happening and embrace, um, you know, kind of the final pillar of the smart home, which is, which is smart power. And so I understand the interface aspect of this a little bit better. Um, cause we've talked a little bit more about hardware when you have a savant power, um, installation, you've got a solar setup. Um, how much work goes into that interface, the, the programming of when, you know, how much is automated, how much is user controlled, you know, question, do you want to off, you know, shed this load and how do you, how much can you simplify that for the, the homeowner so that they're getting the most out of their renewable um, resource there and handling the grid properly, timing it when, when, you know, rates are high or low and that type of thing. Sure. No, that's a great question. I think that there's two parts of that. One is how do we handle the installation configuration for the installer and how does that transcend to the end user app? So I mentioned Blueprint, which is still a core foundational user, I'm sorry, configuration tool for smart systems from Savant and now power systems. So you can drag in your battery inverter um, and other you know, renewable devices into Blueprint and make the configuration happen. But more importantly, I think um, more um, what's more exciting is the Savant Power and Light app. So there's a new configuration tool um, that enables both whether you're in CI or the renewable space or an electrician to have a very simple onboarding process in, in your in your phone with, through, through the app where you can discover and onboard both battery inverter that, that Savant manufactures we do control a few others um, and plus onboard the load management, right? So you can um, quickly uh, you know, snap in the, the, um, the power modules, which are 20, 30, and 60 amp can support those loads and you can f- configure them with this app. So this allows for a much easier and quicker process and not relying upon the, the, the Mac each time, especially for power only systems. And when you're doing that, uh, Jeremy, in the Savant Power and Light app, you can also uh, set up some some modes or, or scenes that the end user can participate in. So, for instance, um, you know, eco mode is something that we generally uh, run. Or it, it's a mode that is generally just run throughout the day, which is really taking advantage of what we talked about. You know, certain times of day, energy costs are high. And that's when I want to draw from the battery, right? That's mm-hmm. when, you know, from let's call 7 to 10 a.m., when people are home getting ready for work and, you know, kids are maybe watching some television and maybe I'm charging my, my Rivian or Tesla or Ford F-150. I don't want to be paying energy costs from the grid. So I want to draw from my battery at that time. So our system can, is, can set up in a way where any load that you want to be powered by that battery during that time period is, is set up. And then let's say between 10 and four, um, maybe I'm recharging my battery. Energy costs are, are lower. So when folks come home and kids come home or whomever, now I'm going to go back on, on drawing from that battery. So I'm maximizing time of use. Um, in, you know, so that's a mode that could be set up um, by the installer and also activated at any time by the consumer. 
And as you know, savant scenes were one of the foundational cornerstones of our innovation and still remain today, our ability or the end user's ability to take, to capture any, any setting that's happening in a, in an environment where the lights are, are perfect. The climate's great. You know, Monday night football is on ESPN and I'm capturing that scene and I, and I can repeat it anytime I want, or it can automatically activate during, you know, certain time of day that, that cornerstone technology on smart homes being brought into power. Mm. So it's a nice transition from, again, it's similar things. You're just, you're just controlling certain modes of certain pieces of technology, but allowing the user to do that in an elegant way. So savant scenes are now transcending into power. Um, but now we have, well, I can activate a power scene that could be inclusive, inclusive of lighting and entertainment. So again, we're kind of just, bringing this last pillar into the ecosystem um, and, and truly making what we believe an automated home um, come to life. So I hope that answered y- your question. Yeah, um, absolutely. It does. It sounds, it sounds uh, like it would be very intuitive for an integrator to, to work with um, their partners in that process. And so, um, and then you've, you've brought in more hardware into the company, for example, the Palm cube, uh, acquisition that I referenced at the beginning. Uh, this is a company that uh, deploy, has energy storage systems in, in their arsenal, and you've now brought that in. So had you had your own ESS uh, solution in hand, or were you just partnering with other companies until you acquired PalmCube? Yeah, great great question. Um, so we had some partnerships uh, prior to the PalmCube acquisition um, that we were you know validated and made sure uh, we're up to our, our spec and standard and, and reliability. Uh, and we were offering packages uh, to our installers, um, you know, for, for about a year and a half, almost two years. And, you know, it, it was a it was a um, great run and, and super successful. But as you can imagine, um, our, our founder was chopping at the bit to have more, no pun intended, control over the technology. Um, and we, we found... Uh, this company, PalmCube, you know, it's been around since 2014, really great tech. And, and what we are looking for and what's really important is, of course, we want to be part of the solar installer um, market and channel. Mm-hmm. Um, they're generally not doing full whole, whole home backup. You know, they're adding, uh, I'd say, a modest uh, battery inverter to a solar system. Uh, across the masses, because now these systems can be financed in some cases, leased or loan, um, twenty for twenty five years, right? Hmm. But what was important is that we chose a solution that can be scalable to meet the demands of some of our more discerning clients in the CI space. So we can support, and and, and what PalmCube is offering us is scalability from a two hundred amp to four hundred, six hundred to eight hundred amp system with a ton up to 200 kWh of storage. So it's truly full whole home backup for, you know, an extended period of time, couple that with load management, you can start to extend that even further. So we wanted to make want to ensure that the technology most importantly was sound and PalmCube had some great tech. They just needed, you know, uh, a brand and, and some, um, you know, a step forward uh, in terms of, of some of the user experience. So that's where we come in. We're taking a great platform that was already built. I like to say we're savantizing it now 
Um, and we're, uh, so it, it's, it's been super exciting. The, the two companies are working closely together. We look to go on, on pre-sale on our Savant store and next couple of weeks with, with our, our initial offering and then, um, looking to ship these systems out, um, in Q3. So, um, that's kind of the, the origin of, of PalmCube and we're delighted to have, uh, this company part of Savant and for Savant to take its next step in the power world. Um, so, so now we can say we're a full turnkey power system, right? Which is, I think, unique compared to virtually any other company on earth. Think about it. We have a battery inverter. Okay, check. We have a, a load management built into the cost of the battery inverter. No one can say they have as sophisticated of, of, of load management in their offering. We've got a level two EV charger, but we have what's I think most unique to our audience, which is the ability to now bring smart home to power. So we, we think we've identified, um, you know, a, a market offering that is unique enough to enter in. Uh, we always felt that you can't just enter into this battery industry, battery inverter industry, without having truly something unique, innovative, and it sets you apart. Um, and we think we're we're onto something, and we're very excited to be um, you know selling these systems to our dealers, and of course to to some other channels out there. Well, I, I know you've got a lot of work ahead of you there, um, and, and you mentioned before we started that you're starting to talk to the solar panel um, installers as well, because you need everyone to be aware of your brand and your uh, opportunities there, whether it's on the CI side or the solar panel side when you're talking power. So um, it's exciting. It's great to see such a comprehensive solution coming together for the company, and really appreciate your time today, Craig. It's been great learning more about it. and. Um, hope you have a great summer and continued success. And I look forward to seeing you in person at Cedia in September. It's a date. Uh, thanks, Jeremy. I really enjoyed this. Um, and like I said, I'll, I'll see you in a couple of months at Cedia. Great. Sounds good. Craig Spinner is GM for Savant Power at Savant Systems Incorporated. You can learn more about his company's complete energy management solutions and more at savant.com. And that wraps up today's show, which was produced by Residential Tech Today, IPW, and Pretty Easy Podcasts. Please check out prettyeasypodcast.com if you want a professional and affordable production help on your own podcast. And if you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to our weekly podcast wherever you listen or watch this episode. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential Tech Talks, Fantastic Lighting Specialist, Architectural Tech Talks, Smart Home or Smart House.